Let's talk about party activities. Today, we are fully diving into fun activities for kids, things to keep them busy and happy for your whole party. I'll do another podcast all about adult activity ideas because that's a fun topic too, but for today, it's all about the kids, giving you lots of ideas of how to keep kids of all ages entertained and how to set it up so it's exactly what your birthday boy or girl likes best too, how to set up activities when you have a variety of ages of kids and what that to do for older kids that's not lame. So many ideas for you, some with vendors and some doing entirely on your own, and most of them aren't pricey just require a little creativity and advanced planning. If you're throwing a kid's party or a party of any kind where kids will be at, this episode is for you. The smallest things can make a party extra magical, and I think often that's in the activities. All sorts of ideas coming up next. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I love talking about parties, specifically kid parties, and even more specifically, what kids are doing at kids parties. I have always had a love for kids parties. I think there's just something so magical about this moment in time and your friends and your family getting together to celebrate usually a birthday, but could be any festivity, but usually a special birthday boy or girl and what they love at that time, the theme they love and their friends and what type of cake you do for them. I I just love it. I think it's so memorable, not just for your family and for the birthday child, but also for everyone that comes. And I think that activities are a big part of it. So I wanted to do a whole podcast episode about ideas for how to keep everyone entertained and happy, but make it a good balance so there's not too much to do to where there's there's just too much happening. And also you want to space it out and kind of be strategic to where you don't have too many activities or too many stations that need to be refilled. So you would say you have five different activities. I try to switch it up so some they don't all need to be kind of replenished throughout the party. Or if they do, make sure you are very aware of that and have helpers throughout the, the party specifically assigned to replenish these different activity stations. So we'll get into all of that and what I mean by replenishing, if that's not obvious. And we'll talk about different things for different ages and things related to food and non-food. But right out of the gate, I really want to be clear. I love kids parties and I love doing them myself. And I'm not a Pinterest person that is one of those those type of people that has to hand make everything and spend six months on a party. Totally the opposite. I pick a couple things that I think are going to be really special. I hand do everything. I mean, I buy, you know, different things, but I hand put it all together. I never use a party planner or or anything like that. I'll use helpers to help me put it together and my favorite vendors, depending on what we're doing. But I love doing this myself. I love the process. And I think that's a really important part of planning any party, but especially kids parties. Make sure that it's fun for you. 
that you're enjoying the process because it's a lot of work and oftentimes it's a lot of money, sometimes on a smaller scale or sometimes on a bigger scale. But I think it's very important to keep in mind what your goal is. Now, I am someone that I want to make sure it is exactly what is right for my birthday boy or girl at their age. The theme that they want, not that I want for them, and the activities that that they will like doing and usually what they will like doing, all their friends will like doing as well. I really like kind of capturing that moment in time. I never do it for the show of it or for what parents think or just for the photos. Now, don't get me wrong. I love capturing the photos because for me, it is a lot of effort, especially I like throwing big kids parties. To me, it's just my favorite hobby. I think it's so memorable. My kids each remember every one of their birthdays and different funny things and different funny moments and parts of the decor. And it's just kind of part of our family culture. I love it. My kids love it. I think it's so good for their self-confidence to really celebrate their birthdays and feel so special. And as they've gotten older, they help in the process of planning the party and making decisions, not every decision because that would that would be exhausting. But they'll help put together the goodie bags and in the days leading up to the party, help put things together, which really makes it even more fun. Sometimes I have more fun with them before the party and during the setup and even after the guests leave as much as we do at the actual party. So make sure whatever it is that you're doing, you're enjoying the process. And if it comes to a point where you're not, either scratch that part of it or simplify that part of it or outsource it have someone help you or hire a vendor to do it because I think that's really important. Otherwise, you might have afterwards what I call party fallout, which is basically where you kind of have a letdown after you put in so much effort and the party goes by in two hours or three hours and it doesn't feel like it was worth it. For me, if I make sure I get all the photos I want and I spend time with the birthday boy or girl at the party, That's a tricky one because a lot of times, you know, like at a wedding, you have different guests coming in and you feel like you need to talk to everyone and not just say hi, but spend time with each person and thank them for coming. And you're also, you know, refilling, refilling stations or getting, getting someone a bandaid or getting someone a drink, whatever it is. I try to think through all those steps. I like to have a helper or two just floating and they know to try to help to do all those things. So I personally... I put so much time and love into the parties. I want to spend time doing some of the things with my boy or girl. Now, I know they want to spend time with their friends too, so I'm not hovering, but I'll just make sure that I do. I bounce in the bounce house with them or in the ball pit or I'll, you know, do cookie decorating with them, just something so I like feel like I'm actually in it and experiencing it with them and next to them and hugging on them. I love all that kind of stuff. So getting into the, so that's why I love, kids parties and the magic of it. But my favorite thing really to talk about is creative ideas that aren't a a ton of time and aren't a ton of money. I usually start with what activities do my kids like the most and also kind of what activities are fun and go with the theme. I do a huge brain dump list. I'll ask them what they like. I'll Google and I'll kind of, I'll do a huge brain brain dump, right? Massive list. Some of the ideals will be ridiculous. Some will be extravagant. Some will be simple, but just everything. I gather all my ideas. Then I kind of eliminate the ones that for whatever reason don't work. And I'll kind of get down to um, a core list and I'll kind of decide. 
I'll always do at least four stations. And sometimes depending on the size of the stations or the number of guests, sometimes I'll do up to 10 stations if they're more kind of small individual things. And I'm going to give you so many ideas of things to do. But my point in in it, the, the idea is it just takes creative thinking. So first think about your what your child loves and most likely their friends will too. Then think about the theme. Then think about who else is coming. So if you invite family friends, you might have a variety of ages. I always make sure that I have, if I'm going to have a variety of ages, either activities that kind of work for all ages, like photo booth, cookie decorating, things like that. Or I make sure that I have a couple different activities, something geared for younger kids, something geared for, you know, middle age and something geared for older kids. If you feel like you need to kind of space it out because you want every kid that comes to have fun. Now, like I said, I'm going to do another podcast all about adult activities at adult parties because that can be a little bit trickier, but I figured out through the years so many kind of like the adult version of the balloon twister. I figured out lots of options, so I'll make sure I do an episode on that. But also at kids' parties, I tried to create an environment where um, now my girls are getting a little older, so a lot it's a lot more uh, drop-off parties. But in general, when I'm doing a kids' party where parents stay, I try to have something fun for them to do as well. So maybe I do it kind of easy where it's more like a creative cocktail and some sort of food experience to match the theme. I never just do kids' food if I know adults are staying because I want them to eat and drink and stay and relax and enjoy, not just kind of be, you know, only there for their child and kind of be, you know, toe-tapping, you know, waiting to leave. But other times I'll do full vendors for the the moms or for the adults or the parents, depending on the size of the party. One year I did a mermaid party for Presley And I did hair braiding for the moms with little clips that were like artificial starfish and things like that. And they were doing fishtail braids for the moms. And I also had a nail art girl who came and did gems and pearls and painting and designs on top of their nails. So there were like two beauty stations for the moms that everyone did. It was so much fun. At that party, I also had a vendor who made really interesting sandcastles. So he did it. I, I got a huge, like a, just a portable sandcastle, I mean a sand box, and brought in all this sand and had him there creating this very cool sandcastle during the whole party. So even though that's not a hands-on activity, that's more entertainment. But still, it was an activity, something for kids to do and stand there and watch. Other entertainment ideas, you know, like I said, they're not exactly activities, but it's something for them to do. One year I did hula dancers when I did a Hawaiian themed luau party. One year I did, oh, that same year I did mermaids, actual mermaids who swam in the pool. And then my girls ended up jumping in the pool and swimming with the mermaids, which was spontaneous and awesome. One year I had fairies come when we did an enchanted garden party for Stella. One year Blippi came for my little dude Parker. He wanted a Blippi tractor party. So Blippi made a surprise appearance. So entertainment can be activities and sometimes you pay for them. And in my case, if you happen to have a friend who does an incredible last minute Blippi becomes transforms into Blippi, then it doesn't cost you anything. Um, But like I said, throughout this podcast and kind of how I'm always thinking about this, 
I'm always trying to think creatively and not spend a fortune on things unless it's something that really makes sense. Now, the things that I do splurge on are these um, ball pits, bounce houses, and photo booths. I'll do usually, I almost do a photo booth at every party. I love it. It's a way to get extra photos and I think it works for all ages. It's fun. It's something to take home. And when I do it, I usually do a little clear acrylic frame decorating station. So this is something that you can get. The frames are super inexpensive on Amazon, just the little strips and they're clear acrylic, which I love. And then I'll get little puffy 3D stickers. Depending on the ages, you can even do paints, like puffy paints, if they have time to let them sit and dry. But I love that. It's an activity followed by a craft. Perfect. I love a ball pit and a bounce house, even for a little bit of older kids. Now, lately, especially here in Orange County, there are kind of more premier vendors for them, and they're just so cool. They're solid white or nice like bright colors or pastel colors and it's such a it's a it's a, they're just so beautiful to decorate or leave simple so i will link in the show notes my orange county vendor if you are local <clears throat> to southern california i will make sure to link the people that i use and that i absolutely love for ball pits and bounce houses and for photo booths because i think those are always always a hit. And those all have a nice wide range, especially these, like I said, new modern ball pits and bounce houses that are definitely more expensive. They're definitely a party splurge, but they're just so darn cool and make for the best photos. They're just so fun. They're big, they're oversized and they're open rather than a traditional uh, bounce house that, you know, is more like an obstacle course and closed in. These are all nice and open so everyone can play together and laugh and it's just so cool. Um, let's talk about craft stations. Now with crafts, I usually will do this all on my own. And I know there are vendors who do crafts, but honestly, to be totally honest, I don't think you ever need a craft vendor. Go to Michael's, go on Oriental Trading Company. There are so many craft ideas. And if you want to step in, up a notch from that, get your idea for your craft, then go on Etsy and add a personalized touch to it. There's just so many different ways to do it. I love doing, the only thing you have to worry about with painting type things is drying and taking them in the car afterwards. One year I did a massive, I did easels with massive canvases. This was for Presley's rainbow party in the park. It was so much fun. Everything was rainbow themed. I had rainbow like uh, paints all out for the kids. So they had a huge plate with every color in the rainbow. And then they had their aprons that they put on. The aprons were draped over the large canvases all spread out throughout the park. So it was like the canvas was as tall as these kids at this point. And it was so cute. I think it was her fourth birthday, maybe. All the kids were painting. And then if the paints weren't dry by the time they were leaving, then I just kept them and dropped them off later in the week. Wasn't a big deal. But that was super fun and pretty inexpensive. I've got these big canvases in bulk. And then I just made my own paints, got inexpensive aprons, but it displayed really nice and huge because they were huge canvases all set up in the park with all these rainbow details. Fun for the kids. They could get wild with it. Um, they didn't get messy because I had aprons for them for the most part. And make sure you think of all the details like baby wipes or anything that you could need, especially if it's not at your own house. But so fun. This huge, massive craft 
kept them busy for a long time. Some of them even did, you know, like details on it. And it was just so cool. And it's so unexpected. This huge life-size canvas for these little humans was so much fun. So think outside the box with craft stations. To be honest, I think you never need a vendor for your crafts. I think you can do it all on your own. Um, just, you know, think outside the box. Let's talk about, let's talk about caricature. I have the most incredible caricature artist. If you're here locally in Orange County, I will make sure to link it in the show notes. He is incredible. And basically what I tell him ahead of time is here's the theme. Can you make all of your drawings sort of this theme? So when we did superheroes, everyone was superhero caricature. When I did, I even had him for my 40th birthday. It was an all pink party and he did everything black and white, but then shaded something of everybody's picture in like a light blush pink. It was so cool. I love a caricature artist. I think it's fun. I think adults sit down and do it with their kids. It's a really fun takeaway. And then my girlfriend, Casey, had the best idea. After one of my parties, she went home and photocopied it and let her kids color it multiple times. I was like, that is so brilliant. How have I never thought of that before? That's another vendor that I love doing. I think works for just about any party, just like photo booth. Okay, let's talk about food. I love doing food as a station because it doubles in feeding people. It's fun. Who doesn't like to do activities with food? So I like doing a make-your-own pizza bar. I did a, a, a party at a local pizza place called Sergeant Pepperoni's in Newport Beach. They have the yummiest pizza ever of all time. And they set up these really cool kid stations with kid-sized personal pizzas and all the toppings so the kids would go over and make their own pizza, put them in the oven. It was just so, so cool. So make your own pizzas you can even do on your own. Um, it's not that difficult. And, you know, it takes a little bit of coordination to make sure you get the right pizza back to the right child. But you can do the little sticks with their name on it. That's always really fun for everyone. And a lot of times adults will do that one too. And of course, with your food stations, you have your treats like dec decorate your own cookies. When I did that pizza party, I did decorate your own Pop-Tarts, which was a huge hit just because it's unexpected. Who doesn't love a, a Pop-Tart? My girlfriend, Brooke from Bang Pop Shop is incredible. She always does my treats for the most part when she's available. And she will make me the most incredible cookies or popped cards or cupcakes or mini cupcakes for the kids to decorate. I'll do little tubes of frosting or I'll even get the pre-made just kind of tubes of frosting. I just cut off the labels so it's just like a plain white bottle so you don't see kind of brands and labels on the tables. Just one of those things. I also cut off the labels on water bottles just because, I don't know, it just seems, just seems nicer for it to be blank and not having, you know, brand names, labels randomly around. So treat stations, decorate your own cookies, Pop-Tarts, cupcakes. I've even done mini cakes. You can do this with a vendor. Cinderella cakes came in one time for us and we did, you know, full size, but, you know, more like a, I think it was a six inch or an eight inch personal cakes. And then they did a class. So they would do a class on this is how you do certain things. You could do a class and say you wanted to do a unicorn party. You could do a class on everyone. This is how you do a unicorn party or a unicorn cake. Or you can just have someone say, okay, let me teach you some skills. Here's how to make a flower. Here's how to pipe this way. Here's how to pipe in a line. Those are really fun, especially as your kids get older and can really kind of do it. It's cool to learn a skill. I also love bringing in a paint vendor. My girlfriend, Timory, if you're local in Orange County, is the best of the best for doing paint classes. And she also has a team if she's not available herself. 
they come in, they bring everything, the paints, the setup, you pick the can, you pick the painting ahead of time. So say you're having a New York City party, you would pick a New York City picture, and then she would teach everybody how to start from the very beginning and create their own create their own paintings. So essentially, everyone's painting the same thing, but they all, of course, come out a little bit different. That is so much fun. And again, good as the, as you know, your kids get a little older. I also love um, party tents. Tents can be such a cool way to jazz up, especially if you're doing a sleepover theme, but it really works. You know, like the slumber party looking tents, but how they're all cool and creative. I found that using a vendor for this is always going to be more economical than doing it yourself. You could do the details yourself, but to purchase tents or to, you know, it's just easier just to rent the tents and kind of pick the theme. And um, again, I'll link the companies that I use for these for these types of things locally. But there are more and more companies like these popping up all over. So wherever you're at, I'm sure there's someone that could do something like this. But I think the the cute little individual tent idea is really fun for kids and also makes for great photos and just kind of a cool moment. Um, another sort of food related one is a candy bar or a candy cart. Again, you can you can do it by yourself and do more of a candy bar. At the last party I did for Stella's Willy Wonka party, I did it all myself. I wanted this to be in a very kind of cool, small, enclosed space. So I wanted to do my own candy bar. I bought little small kind of paint can looking clear-ish but with color paint cans. And we did scoops and everyone went and got their own candy from the candy bar. It was so cool. Um, you could also hire a candy cart and have balloons put on it and put your own balloons on it. And theirs are like super polished, you know, with all the right candies and all the all the kind of details. I think it really just depends for me on where I'm going to spend the money and what is easy for me to do myself and what is not easy or economical or practical for me to do myself. And then I will bring in a vendor for it. So some things I do on the smaller scale or sometimes I do on the bigger scale. That's why I start with a big brain dump because I think that's the best way to get all your options out there, figure out what do you want to do, what's easy for you, what's hard for you, what's worth it, um, and get pricing. Sometimes I'll get pricing on things and I'll decide, oh, hands down, yes, and other times I'll I'll say no. I love doing like a custom little like frying station with custom donuts where maybe they can pick their type of donut and their little topping or their dipping sauce, I think can be a really fun food activity too. I've done the same thing with churros or ice cream. Oh, I love chip and chunk where you pick your two warm cookies and you put ice cream in the middle of it. Oh my gosh. It's the best, like warm cookie, ice cream in the middle to die for. It's so fun. Everyone loves going up to it, reading the menu, watching it, you know, be created, I think is really fun. So sometimes I'll go all in and make that my dessert moment. And then I'll probably do a smaller kind of cake. I'll do, you know, more of a smaller kind of intricate cake because I know the, you know, people are also having this big treat of the ice cream sandwiches. So I kind of just do like a push and pull like that. Other parties, when I'm not doing that, I'll do multiple cakes and kind of have the impact be there. And that's kind of a really cool experience. 
Okay, so we talked about candy bars, candy carts, treat stations, make your own pizzas. Oh my gosh. Other other things that I love doing, maybe for older girls, create your own flower arrangements is so much fun. I'll buy bulk flowers. I love getting flowers at Costco because they have beautiful fresh flowers you can order ahead of time and they're such a great deal or from the local flower market. And I'll put together, I'll get different vases, inexpensive vases that they can take home and I'll just lay out all the flowers and let them be creative and make their own arrangements is so much fun. And it's so cool for them to leave the party going home with their own custom made flower arrangement. It's just creative. It's artistic. I just think it's really cool. And, you know, sometimes it can be tricky as kids get older to find activities that aren't lame. And I think that that's something that, you know, most girls really like. Oh my gosh. And the never ending slime for the last couple of parties, I've done slime making stations just because they still love slime. All kids in my world at least still love slime. I can't believe it, but I'll do a slime making station with little pieces to add in to match the theme. So for the last one, we did little like can- little um, suckers and little candy kind of um, just like little hard like decals, those little kind of, um, what are they called? You know, they're just the little acrylic toys that they put in the slime to make them personal. So the never ending slime, we've been doing a slime station lately. Another thing that I love that is really practical that works is design your own bag to carry all your goodies in. So I'll have this one at the entrance. I usually get the bags from Forever 21 or H&M to match the theme. So they're like canvas reusable bags, but they're like $2. So for Presley's cloud nine birthday party, when she turned nine, I did a cloud bag and um, fabric markers. Now this is only good for older kids because you don't want fabric markers. They're obviously permanent getting on their clothes that they come to the party in. So for older kids and also not for big parties, big parties where things can get kind of crazy and messy. I just would feel awful if people went home with, you know, permanent stains on their clothes. But that's so practical because especially if you have a party with lots of craft stations where kids are going around doing things, they need a way to hold it all. So make that a station. Um, oh my gosh, I have so many ideas still to tell you about. So I'm going to power through them. I love for little kids a sandbox that's somehow creative. I did for one of my girls for Presley's first birthday, I did a once upon a time theme and I did a horse drawn carriage outside. That was my big splurge. The rest of it was really pretty simple and inexpensive. And the horse drawn carriage took people on rides all around the neighborhood and would come back. So much fun. I did a large sandbox in the front and I put like a princess kind of structure over it to go with the once upon a time theme really cool and perfect for one-year-olds. One time I did real snow and I did sled rides for the activity. Super fun. Stella did a winter wonderland party. We put, gosh, I don't even remember now, 10 tons of snow, something outrageous in the front lawn. And we did sled rides and the kids loved it. I also love a petting zoo. I think this is really fun if it matches your theme. I think that it, you know, is something that kids can go and do multiple times, works for lots of ages. One thing I will say is just manage what pets you choose. Sometimes I haven't. I've just, you know, hired a petting zoo and 
they've had animals that didn't really work, kind of like too big of goats or, you know, animals that would kind of be a little bit aggressive or pushing little kids over. So just ask the questions about the petting zoo. But overall, I think petting zoos are a blast. How about color or paint a large structure? I love this for little kids. You know, those big cardboard structures where they can kind of all color or paint on. Um, I found that at parties, sometimes this is a really fun group activity to do. I love surprise punch boards. Now you can buy, even at Target now, they have little cardboard punch boards where you can put your own prizes inside of them. And it's kind of like tissue paper covering the hole. I like to make mine nice and oversized. So I buy those shoe racks, but the shoe racks that actually are like grids, you know, where they have little cubbies for each pair of shoes. So I'll do that and I cover it with tissue paper and I kind of make my own structure. So I have like big surprise punch boards made out of shoe racks. I, they never survive. I kind of have to remake them every time just because of the tissue paper and everything. But I love this. It's so fun where every kid gets to punch it once and they get to pick a prize out of the punch boards. Super fun. You could do it yourself. Again, some of these things, if you're going to really do it yourself, though, you're going to want to plan it ahead of time and not leave it to the last minute because, it, you know, some of these things take a little bit of time and you don't want to be racing, the, you know, the night, the night of to go get a last minute supply. Like these are things you should do at least a week out. I like a raffle too. We just did this at Stella's Willy Wonka party. I rented like a um, a raffle kind of tin where she drew raffle numbers out of. And we had everyone got candy and a colorful Care Bear and things like that. But we also had Starbucks gift card and Roadblocks gift card, gift cards. But also you must have a gag gift if it's a group that, you know, works for this. So we had an Oompa Loompa costume at Stelly's Willy Wonka party. So we kept saying, everyone grab a bag and everyone would look and see if they were the one to get the Oompa Loompa costume. And it was so hilarious. Parker's number was the last one called my little son, Parker, who's four, the only boy there. Um, he His was the last number called and he got the Oompa Loompa costume and he put on it. Of course, it was a dress for an 11-year-old and he put it on and it was hilarious and he felt like he won the grand prize. Little did he know it was actually the booby prize, but it was hilarious. We also did at this kind of a Willy Wonka slash Candyland party, we did a hot cocoa bar. You know, I got them from Costco. You know those hot cocoa bombs where it's essentially kind of chocolate formed into a ball and when you pour super hot milk on top of it, it breaks the ball and opens up the marshmallows and like little little chocolates or little extra kind of candies inside. So fun for the kids. They pick their flavor of it and they pour the milk over it and they have their own little cocoa bomb. Super fun. We also did a chocolate fountain and we did make your own chocolate bars. So each kid got to pick their own candies or whatever they wanted in their full size bar and then pour the chocolate over it. And then they went and, and put them in the freezer for an hour. And we gave them to all the kids as they left. It was really fun. I've also, I love bubbles. Bubbles and foam machines are the best activities. They're just fun and they look magical and they keep the kids entertained. I love bubble machines. I love foam, foam machines. One year I invested in tractors because it was Parker's blippy tractor party. So the John Deere tractors. So now we own a couple of them, but it was a blast. I rented hay bales and the kids rode the tractors around in the backyard, which was super fun. And, you know, it kind of made for the decor plus the activity. There are really endless ways you could make a party special. I'm telling you, I think if you 
plan it ahead of time and you're creative, there are just so many different things to do. Whether you decide to do two activities or 10 activities, I think that sometimes, you know, we, I don't know, sometimes we don't have enough things. Not to say you need to have a million things. I need to word this right. You need to have enough so kids have fun the whole time and they're excited the whole time and people stay the whole length of your party because there's so many fun things to do. But you don't have to spend a fortune. It doesn't have to be crazy exhausting. I think that just thinking about, like I said, the theme, your child, what they love, your space, what sounds fun for you, do a brain dump, figure out what you want to hire people for, what you want to rent, what you want to buy, what you want to do on your own. Make sure you have helpers so that you're not crazy working your entire party. Make sure you have someone in charge of the stations that need to be replenished. So if it's cookie decorating, they have the replenishment so that they clear out the clear out the messy stuff and bring out a whole new setup for, for the kiddos. I like to have all the stations kind of going at one time. You could space it out where you have all the kids doing one thing and then all the kids doing another thing. Sometimes that works. I've done that a couple of times. Like I did a spa party for Stella. And the first hour, we all decorated cakes from Cinderella Cakes. And then the next hour, we all did paintings with Timory. This party was too many elements. I literally did like four parties in one. I just couldn't quite, I don't know. I just couldn't quite, I just wanted to have all these, everything she loved in one party. And it worked, but it didn't need all that. So we did that. And then we had a spa company come in. I rented the tents for a backyard party. And then we had the spa company come in and do little facial treatments and little nails on the girls. It was so super cute. A spa activity is really, really fun. And again, you could do that on your own. You could hire some high school girls or some college girls and you could, you know, as long as you're not, as long as you're just doing simple things like painting nails or maybe doing glitter makeup or curling hair or maybe braids might be better without heat things like that. You can do it um, without making it this crazy production or super complicated or super expensive. I think there's always creative ways to do it and make it special. Overall, I just try to make sure that everyone is happy and fun and there are magical special moments and personalized details and everyone just has a blast. They leave with something. I usually do, don't do traditional grab bags. I usually, or or kind of like party favor bags. I usually like more of, they actually take home things that they do or create or make or paint at the party. Cause then it kind of doubles for an activity and their little take home prize, their take home gift. That's it. Kids activities. I hope I gave you lots and lots of ideas and different things to think about the next time you are throwing a a kid's party or just having a party. The holidays are coming up. Maybe you just want to have a couple things for kids to be entertained with at your Thanksgiving or your holiday party or your Christmas party or your New Year's party. There's just so many options and so many fun things you can do. I think if you spend time online, you can really get creative with it and create an experience that is, you know, cool for you and you're you're happy with the way it turned out and magical for your family and everyone that attends. Thank you so much for listening. Please tag me in your photos if you do kids parties and if you set up activities. I'm dying to see them. I love seeing celebrations, especially celebrations involving kids and those magical moments. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.